Vince Lombardi once said, Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. We agree. This is Excellence in Mind. No matter what walk of life you're from, where you work or what you do, your social status, excellence excellence is in people everywhere, and we interview them all. This is Excellence in Mind, and now your host, Victor Castillo. Welcome to Excellence in Mind, a podcast where you will find that excellence is a process, not an accident. Episode 1. I would like to present you my guest for today. He's a father with a business degree from University of Phoenix. He holds a management position for a hazardous waste company. He is also a co-pastor at Centro Cristiano Amigos. Please welcome Daniel Osegueda. Thank you for having me on, Victor. I appreciate the invitation. So let's jump in. What does excellence mean to you? Um, <clears throat> this is a, a, a great question. Um, I love the title of the podcast, Excellence in Mind. Um, to me, as um, both at my work uh, that I do eight to five um, at the company that I work for and also at the church that where I pastor. Uh, when I think about excellence, I think about what the Bible says. The Bible says that um, we ought to go the extra mile. And, um, you know, if, if somebody asks you for your shirt, don't only let them borrow your shirt, but also take up your, your coat and let them let them borrow it as well. If someone asks you to walk with them for a mile, don't just walk with them one mile, but go an extra mile with them. So when I think about excellence, um, to me, I think about going the extra mile, doing the extra little things not required to do, but that make a huge difference on having something being good versus having something being excellent. And... Do you think that you have reached the end of what you have learned in life, or do you think there's more? Um, I, I think that um, if you uh, strive to have excellence in mind, you will never stop learning. Um, you can never say, I know it all. Um, that would be a lie to yourselves and to others. So definitely not. I have not learned everything that there is to learn. Um, every day we, we learn something new. And uh, every year as we're starting the year now, um, I set a goal to myself to read new books, to continue studying the Word of God. And as you read new books from different authors, different points of view, as you mentioned previously, and also as you read the Word of God as a pastor, um, I've been reading it for the past, I don't know, 36 years, and um, 
every time I read it, I always find something new. Um, God's always revealing something fresh in my mind and my heart. So no, definitely have not reached the end of learning. I don't think we will stop learning until we are, we are dead. Yeah, I know. Um, so do you regret doing more than what you've been told in, in the name of excellence? Absolutely not. Um, you know, excellence is a decision. It's not a feeling. When you think about excellence, um, you know, a lot of times we don't feel like, um, like being at work on a Monday morning, right? There's a famous um, saying out there that uh, people say, oh, you have a case of the Mondays because, uh, you know, the weekend has passed and now you have to wake up early on a Monday morning and, you know, it might still be dark and a little chilly in the morning and, and you get to the office, you've been through traffic and you're rushing into the office and, and you don't feel like doing things the best way. You don't feel happy. You don't feel excited because you, you might be tired. You might be exhausted. It might have been a long weekend. Um, but nevertheless, you have to understand that when you're pursuing excellence, you cannot allow your feelings to get in the way. I feel tired. I feel hungry. I feel exhausted. I feel uh, unmotivated. I, I feel let down. I feel rejected. I feel heartbroken. All those things are, are, are unfortunate that you feel that way, but you have to pursue excellence through conviction and not through emotion, not through feeling. So um, I've, I've strived to go above and beyond, do that extra mile, do those extra little things to separate myself in life as a leader, as a husband, as an employee, as a pastor, from being good to being better from being average to being excellent. So never regret doing the extra little things, even if I'm not required, you know, because that's just a, de a determination that you make. It's not a feeling. Of course. And in what way do you believe that your ideas and actions impact the people around you? Well, um, like I said, I, um, I have several different circles of influence in which I interact uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, my first and most important circle of influence is my wife and my children. And um, my, my responsibility as a husband and as a father is to be the best role model that I can be for my wife and my children. Um, as the men of the house um, or the head of the house, my job is to bring them closer to the feet of the Lord. My job is to provide for them, to protect them, to cover them, um, to love them, to um, show them what um, a man is supposed to do and be, um, not only through hard work, but also through kindness and love. And so... In my first and most important circle of influence, um, I, I have a great level of impact because what I do uh, speaks louder than what I say. And so my wife and my children are, are quick to take on my habits and my actions. And they're the people that live with me. So they know me. Uh, they know the good, the bad, and the ugly about me. So um, the fact that they still listen to me, that they still love me, that they still respect me, 
uh, brings joy to my heart because they know all about me, yet I can still be influential in their lives. Number two, um, uh, my, my leadership as a pastor is also very important and close to my heart because uh, as a pastor, my job is to speak the word of God, feed the church with his word, and lead them into green pastures and lead them into um, uh, a word that will bring them closer to the Lord, that will bring people into a relationship with Jesus, that will create disciples of the Lord, and, and, um, and that they will not only love people, but will also love our community and love our God. And so as well, you know, um, I, I, I have a high level of impact and uh, my ideas and my actions do um, have an effect on those people. And so I need to be very careful on how I steward the gifts that God has given me and how I present ideas and how I present myself to the congregation and to the people that are in, in leadership at the church so that I can honor God and honor them with, with my influence. And uh, the same thing at work. You know, I have people that work for me and um, that are part of my team. And I also have customers that um, have trusted us with our services and our products. And uh, we have to um, perform at a high level. We have to perform at a level of uh, not just good, not just average, but a level of excellence, a level of uh, top quality, top service, top customer uh, service, so that our clients and and our employees can can be contempt and uh, you know we continue to grow the business that way. So uh, influence is is absolutely important, and um, yeah, I I absolutely very careful with how I I present myself towards those circle of people that I that I influence on a daily basis. All right. And <clears throat> does your age, race, or social status determine your ability to do your job with excellence? You know, uh, I, I wish I could say that it did it um, because like I said, um, excellence is not an emotion or a feeling. It's more of a decision, a it's a determination that that an individual makes on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you make that decision consistently, uh, you, you you can have excellence in mind. You can you can walk in excellence. Unfortunately, you know, um, age, uh, race, and social status can be factors in people, you know, bringing out the best in themselves. Uh, because, you know, when you're young, let's talk about age, when you are young, you know, you are not uh, making mistakes out of stupidity or, or because you're just want to make mistakes. You make mistakes when you're young because you're unexperienced, because you're ignorant, because there's a lot of things that you ignore. So you don't wake up in the morning and saying to yourself, you know, how am I going to mess up today? You mess up when you're young because um, you don't you don't know any better. You're learning and you're growing, right? So your age affects you and and bringing out the the excellence in you. Your inexperience affects you and bringing out your 
your excellence in you. But as you grow and you mature, you're able to make better decisions and you're able to exploit uh, excellence out of yourself and, and be able to expect that out of yourself, right? The same thing with race and social status. I mean, uh, race and social status um, affect us in different ways. You know, some people uh, might be able to be born in a household where there are more opportunities presented to themselves uh, than others, you know, due to race or social status. Um, you know, I remember when I grew up, I grew up in a household where both of my parents were present. Uh, not only were my parents both present, they were actively present and they both parented me. They both helped educate me. They both taught me principles and values, both moral and religious and civil values. Um, and uh, my, my father was a, uh, a big, big uh, promoter of reading. And we had a huge library in our house. I mean, we had probably thousands of books. Uh, we had several bookshelves in the walls of our house and uh, encyclopedias and dictionaries. And back in the day, we didn't have Google. We didn't have computers. I grew up in the 80s. But we had dictionaries and we had encyclopedias and we had uh, atlas and we had all kinds of different books from history to geography to science to ge uh, geography to biology and uh, you know biblical books books on prophecy books on bible history you name it my father had thousands of books he also had fun books to read like uh, fables and um, you know funny stories and entertaining stories and he would always encourage us to read you know i was blessed to be born in a house with both parents present i was blessed to be born in a country that gave us the freedom to read whatever we desired to read and i was blessed to have the the social status to be able to have access to these things and that brings out excellence in you whether whether you want it or not and you know unfortunately other people uh, don't have those advantages or those blessings you know to be born with with parents that promote reading to be born with parents that are present both of them present you know not a broken home situation um, you know uh, you were born into a race or a culture that that allows you those opportunities and creates those spaces for you to develop your potential and be an, a person of excellence. Um, you know, not everybody has that uh, at their disposal. And so some people have to work harder. Is it is it doable? Is it, are pe people capable of reaching excellence uh, the, regardless of race and social status? Absolutely. Uh, just some people have to work harder than others. But again, it's not a feeling, it's a determination. And do you feel supported by your loved ones or people close to you? Um, absolutely. Um, I talked about the circles of influence that I have. Those circles um, are also support networks for me. You know, um, again, my, my most important circle is my inner circle, which is my wife and uh and my my four kids um 
they they are extremely supportive, very understanding. They they know um, you know that that you know daddy has to work, daddy also has to preach, um, daddy has to travel sometimes for work or for ministry. Um, they my wife um, she goes the extra mile and and helping me around the house with the kids and making things easier for me to be able to fulfill both my job and, and you know my career and my ministry um, so I absolutely feel supported by by my inner circle uh, as well as my church my church is a very supportive church they understand um, the calling in my life both for business and for ministry and and they're very, very uh, flexible, supportive. And um, I am also blessed to have a wonderful job where um, I have the ability to, to work and uh, be happy and be supported with the tools and the training and, and uh, everything that I need in order for us to perform our job uh, in a safety manner and an efficient manner. So yeah, I absolutely feel uh, supported and loved by those people that are close to me. And with all the wisdom that you've collected over your life, what could you advise uh, to the younger you? Ah, that is such a good question. Um, I've, I've read this before. Um, I read it in a different way. Somebody said, you know, what would you tell your 18-year-old self if you could go back in time and be 18 years old again? Um, I would tell myself this. I would tell my young self, um, uh, start, start today. Don't wait until tomorrow. Um, one of the things that has hindered me from being uh, a person of excellence at a high level is procrastination. And um, sometimes, uh, you, you know, I tend to leave things towards the end and procrastinate. And I always tell myself, oh, I work great under pressure. Uh, but the reality is that we all work great when it's planned, when it's organized, when it's structured, and when you put time into it. Um, and there's no such thing as working great under pressure. That is just a lie that we create. You know, we just create it in our minds to, to feel better about <laughs> procrastination. But I would tell myself that, you know, start now. Don't wait until tomorrow and develop habits of, of doing things um, and getting them out of the way because you will feel accomplished. You will create a momentum for yourself and you will just you know grow and grow. So that is, I think, the biggest uh, thing I would tell myself. Um, I don't regret any of the decisions I've made. I'm a very happy, um, I'm a successful uh, individual. I just uh, definitely would tell myself, to not be a procrastinator. Do things when you need to do them and do them in time. All right. And do you think you have any tips for our audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, making these decisions to be excellent and to be consistent with creating healthy habits is, is I could almost compare it as you know, going to the gym and trying to work out. Uh, if you if you do it once and you look at yourself in the mirror after 45 minutes of lifting weights, um, you're not going to see 
um, any results. You, you're only going to be sore and in a little bit of pain and maybe discouraged. Uh, but if you do it a second day and you do it a third day and those three days become three months, um, you, you will start noticing uh, a change in your body. You will start noticing strength, muscle develop uh, in your arms, in your legs, whatever it is that you're working out. The same thing has to do with excellence. You can do the right thing once and go above and beyond, walk the extra mile. But if you only do it once, that's not going to make a dent. It's not going to make a change. Practice being excellent every day. Consistency is the key, right? Go the extra mile. Do those little things that they're not paying you to do that. You know, you've already done your job. But do those extra little things. Take care of the extra little details. And that is what's going to separate you from your competition. That's what's going to separate you uh, from, from people that are trying to take your business, people that are competing with you. If you're in sales, if you're in sports, if, if you're just running this rat race and you want to get out of the rat race and just you know, become your own, uh, your own boss, become an entrepreneur, uh, business owner, do the little details, develop the habit of going the extra mile having excellence in mind all the time, every day. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter how tired, how weary. It doesn't matter if you haven't seen results yet. You will see them. Just keep on working your land, keep on planting seeds, and you will see the fruit of your labor in due time. Do not give up. Do not be discouraged. You know, it could be a rainy, cloudy day today, but the sunshine is coming. Keep on sowing keep on planting the seeds, keep on being consistent, go the extra mile, and you will find excellence in your life. So how can people find you on social media websites? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, as Daniel Osegueda uh, or D Osegueda, my first initial last name. Uh, you'll find me on Instagram. Uh, you'll see my picture there with my wife. Uh, Daniel Osegueda. You can also find me on Facebook, uh, the same, you know, as Daniel Osegueda. And uh, you can you can reach out through either Facebook or Instagram. I I am I find myself being on Instagram a lot more than Facebook these days. So I would I would say look me up on Instagram first, and uh, we can always connect. We'd love to be able to connect with your audience. Well, thank you very much, Danny, and have a wonderful day. Wonderful. Thank you for inviting me. I, I enjoyed the, the, the conversation, and uh, I hope it blesses everybody that gets an opportunity to uh, connect and hear your podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to Excellence in Mind with Victor Castillo. It's our passion to show excellence from people in all walks of life, no matter where they're from or what they do. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook at Excellence in Mind, on Twitter at Excellent Minds, and on Instagram at Excellent in Mind. Till next time, remember... Excellence is a continuous process, not an accident.